What's going on, everybody? This is Chris Kane again with the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. I'm here with my girl, Tina, today. Tina, say hey to the people. Hello, people. All right. So um, Tina's going to tell us about her uh, post-breakup, which is something people really don't talk about. Um, so, Tina, tell me about the awkwardness of your post-breakup. So the awkwardness of my post-breakup. So I was the one who got broken up with, um, and then recently afterwards, um, he just contacted me and wanted to be back together literally like a week after. Um, but by that point, I was starting to thrive and get over it. And it's the second time we broke up, actually. I should mention that. Um, and I just didn't really know how to handle it, how to say yes, how to say no, where to go from there. So you said you started to thrive. Does that mean you were dating again or? No, not dating yet. Um, But there was somebody that I was friends with and we kind of started talking, but we weren't dating or doing anything yet. Um, But I was, because the last kind of week of the relationship or two weeks of the relationship was already bad. So I knew it was coming. And so at that point I felt relieved more than anything that we had broken up. Um, And so I was kind of finally starting to do my own thing because the last couple weeks of relationship was all about him me trying to impress him do that so I felt finally I felt free but of course I still care about this person so when he wanted to get back together it was really hard for me because I was like "Mm, what about yes no so it's been it's still a process it's been a process um but yeah so you say you guys broke up more than once so after you broke up the first time and got back together how did that how did the, the relationship change was it like more of the same or was he like a really different person because usually that's what guys do when we break up and want to get back. Like, I'll be different. I'll, I'll change. Was he more or less the same, or did he legit switch his game up? Um, I would say he, he switched his game up for a little bit. Um, it was The relationship was great when we got back together, and I was we spent way more time together. We were both kind of more committed to being in a relationship um, and committed to each other. We, you know, we did every, literally everything together. Um, for a while uh, until again we broke up again so and both times he broke up with me so it was both both times it was him doing the breaking up um, and it was great again probably for about uh, actually a little over a year it was fabulous and then again it started you know to not be so fabulous so I feel like we gotta we can't really talk about the, the post breakup until we talk about the breakup a little bit more right. so you said things just kind of switched. Like, things were perfect. You guys were for a year together, doing stuff, doing stuff, and all of a sudden, it just wasn't. Was there, like, a trigger? Or was it just you were blindsided by it as well? Uh, well, this time I wasn't blindsided. But So the thing is, is he's 10 years older than me, right? So he's in a spot where he wants to do all these things. He wants to get married, and he wants to travel the world, and he wants to do, you know, he's he has his career set, and he has vacation time and that, and I'm in a place where I'm, still figuring it out you know I work every day I have two jobs I do you know I don't necessarily have time to just up and leave and go on vacation I don't have you know he's he's talking about buying a house I don't have money or credit to buy a house you know I went to college I have loans to pay I'm in debt um so he felt like all right well we're not going to go places that I want to go and do things I want to go so maybe this isn't a good time for us which is the same reason for both breakups the first one was the same thing um, and then he was like, you know what? Like, I want us to work on this together and figure all this stuff out together. Got back together. It was great. So the second time around, he started to be the same the first as the first time around, a little more distant, you know, and I was, you know, I would be like, babe, let's, you know, I'll cook dinner. Like, what do you want to do? And still very distant, um, very not as affectionate as uh, he was previously. 
uh, we didn't, you know, just it just wasn't the same. So I kind of, like I said, I saw it coming. I knew it coming was coming. I knew it was kind of the same, you know, situation um, as the last time. So I'm curious, when he broke up with you the second time and then came back and said, okay, let's work it out. Let's try to get, be back together. Me, you're not in a dramatically different place than you were a week ago, so right? So, like, you guys broke up and a week went by, and then he said, okay, let's, let's work it out again. Right. But you weren't super further along in your career. You didn't have all this new money. You didn't pay your debts off. So what was the reason he wanted to make it work again? Right. So apparently, according to him, so like I said, it was a week later, so we broke up. And I think the difference, especially in this breakup, is that I, like I said, I felt relieved. I was free. I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm tired of doing this. I'm free. Um, so I was like, okay. And I didn't fight it. The first time I fought it, you know, I was like, oh, I'll do this. I'll be better. I'll do this X, Y, and Z. Second time around, I just was like, you know what? You're right. Let's do it. Um, so I went and got my stuff um, and we didn't communicate at all. The last time we communicated over a span of time, we kept talking. Um, and I think that bothered him and so a week later you know he started texting me hey I've been thinking about you are you okay um and I was was sure I was like yeah I'm great what do you want you know um so I think that was the difference in the second time around and I don't know if that's what made him want me even more the fact that I was like I'm not I'm not doing this with you again I don't have time for this um but nothing was different my situation was the same so yeah so you think your indifference and your like kind of aloofness about the breakup triggered him to want to get back more than him actually wanted to be with you? I think so, yeah. I think, yeah, I think so initially, initial, initially, initially is <laughs> what go. made him <laughs> want it. And then now, like I said, I've been in the last month of my life, like I've been doing, you know, I got a new job, I got a new house, I've been doing all these things and I've improved my situation vastly. Um, and I think me doing that, now he sees that and now he's even more, you know, wants to be in a relationship even more so you know he's like this is all that I ever wanted from you and blah 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 but it's just yeah so let me ask you because this is a question people don't want to really go to um is there a scenario where you guys can work this out again I think yeah um I wouldn't be opposed to it but like I said right now I'm thriving I'm doing great you know, I've been talking to somebody else, so I just kind of want to just, uh-oh, right? <laughs> Out in these streets. Right. And so, I don't know. Like, and I told him that. I said, you know, we talked, you know, we still talk, communicate once in a while. And he, he asked me, actually, last week, you know, do, do you still love me? I said, I'll always love you. I always care about you. I appreciate you. Um, and he said, are you still in love with me? And I told him, you know what, I'm not sure. So, I think, you know, maybe in the future, maybe, I don't know. But I just feel like right now... I'm doing great, and I don't want to change anything that I'm doing because I'm doing great. Just for the record, anytime a guy says, do you still love me, what he's really asking is, do I have a chance still? Um, <laughs> that's, that's a very coded question. You still love me, boo? What he's really saying is, can I still make it work if I... That's all we're just what we're trying to figure out because that word doesn't hit guys as hard as it hits girls a lot of times, so... Women out there, if you hear guys say that, don't... Well, I told him I still love him, but is that the right thing? He's just trying to see <laughs> if he can still get at you. That's all he's trying to do. It's very coy. It's very crafty. Dudes sneaky. know that... It's sneaky. All right? I'm not... I'm, as a dude, I speak fluent dude. It's very sneaky. Um, we're just trying to see if we have a chance. There's, if you say, do you still love me? No, but you're lying. And then it's like, oh, okay, you still got a thing. As long as you got a little torch, we can still make it work. All right, so... 
It sounds like since the breakup, you've been doing your thing. You're out here in these streets. You got a job, another job. So you got like nine jobs. Um, you know, you're feeling good about yourself. Is the awkwardness that you think he can derail what you're doing now? Or is the awkwardness that you don't exactly know how to break free of that other guy? The awkwardness is, so I guess a little bit of both. More because I don't, I know myself in a relationship and I'm all in. And I'm all about you. And so that's, that was a problem in our relationship, too, is that I was not doing things to better myself because I was so worried about him. So I don't necessarily want to be in a relationship when I know that how I am. But more so, again, I'm great right now. I don't, And I don't necessarily want to, you know, our relationship was good. We didn't have a bad relationship. But I, I want to try something else, do, you know, someone more my age, someone who's more into the, you know, we were so different from each other. So someone that maybe lives kind of a lifestyle I live. I don't know, just so just to try it. I haven't had that many boyfriends in my life. So that, you know, I've had one, I had him, and now let me, you know, see what else is out there to offer. I was I was going to say you want to sell your oats, but that just it just sounds so wrong. I'm not sewing anything. I know, but it's just it's that's where that's where my head went. So have you have you told him how well you're doing and how you feel like Everything you just told me, essentially, that, hey, I'm doing really well, and I kind of want to see what the world has for me, or have you been hesitant to tell him that level? I've told him bits of that. Uh, I haven't said all that. I haven't told him, you know, I'm trying to sow my oats. But I have told him. I said, you know, I'm, I'm, and he's seen it. You know, he's seen me on social media. We've talked about all the things that have been going on in my life, and he's excited for me, and he's seen that. And I've told him, listen, I, I wouldn't be here if we didn't break up, because I would be up under you, worried about you this wouldn't have happened if we didn't break up. So I've told him, you know, and I don't want to stop what I'm doing. I don't want to deter from what I'm doing. Um, so I, which is, you know, I told him, I was like, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Um, but this other guy I'm talking to, like, if he wanted to be in a relationship, that might be a different story. You know what I mean? So I didn't, necess- I didn't lie, but I didn't tell the whole truth. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is some very Bill Clinton type stuff right yeah. now. It's like, I did not have sexual relations with that. Listen, if you even lies of omissions are still lies. So I guess I'm, let's ask a realer question. Why didn't you tell him the full truth? Like, why why'd you pull your punches and just tell him little bits and pieces? Like, I'm just having fun, but, you know, just living my life. But really in the back of your mind, like, yo, if this new dude does what he needs to do, I'm about to be have a new boo. Because like, I don't want to hurt him. I hate hurting people. I hate disappointing people. It makes me sad. And I just don't want to hurt him. I don't. Because I care about him. And I know how sensitive he is. And he gets, you know, that would really hurt him. You said the truth would hurt him. So you're, so you're telling him a lie to... Yeah, it sounds bad when you want it. When you put it that way? I mean, I'm, I'm putting it to the lowest common denominator, right? Like, right. What, cause what you're saying, you're putting a rosy finish... On a lie, essentially, right? Right. And everyone lies, so I'm not even, like, killing you for that. Everyone lies, but we lie for a lot of reasons, like malevolence, benevolence, you know, whatever. We all lie, but you're saying you're lying to protect him. And I'm warning, are you possibly lying to protect yourself as well? Protect myself from what? Because once you tell him that, then maybe that does close the chapter with Actually, him. Actually, you know what? Now that you say that, it's absolutely true. Because in my head, with this new guy, I have said this to only two people, and even me saying it, I said I shouldn't say this. But in my head, I'm like, if this doesn't work out, I have a backup plan. So that, that you know what? I'm not even going to lie. That, that is probably part of it as well. 
because I have no idea where this what this new guy is going what we're gonna do how we're gonna do who you know what I mean so if it doesn't work out great that's that's honest I mean I've I have a theory about like the whole X thing and I really do think it comes down to like having that kind of fail safe like because you know your ex you guys know he knows your favorite food he knows what you don't like what you do like sexually he knows what you like what you don't like you have somebody new they're learning Tina right they're like they're like reading a book on you and they're learning all this stuff on the fly even if they've right. known you before they don't know you to that extent so right. people tend to default towards comfort generally mm-hmm. we just that's the homeostasis is kind of how we want to live so when you have an ex and you're like yeah I know all the fights yes I know He's annoying. He's old, and it may not work out. But you know, he at least I know what I'm getting with him. Right. And so right. people want to fall back on the X, but you don't grow going backwards that's to the true. X. That's true. Listen, I know. I know. Dude, it's, it's just rough, you know. It's you tough. Have a backup plan. And here's the other thing: is this going to sound terrible? Because he's older, right? Right. So he's older, and you know, I would be like the young, cute you know, girlfriend, whatever. And the, the guy that I'm talking to now, he's my age, he's a football player, he's handsome. So, and then I'm like, huh, I can peep all these other There's a lot of hoes when, out there, let me tell you. When he's old, like, I'm the young ho. I don't, no one has to compete with me. Like, or, and there's no, all the women his age or that he's in his circles, listen, I'm not saying, you know, I'm out here, Modeling in the streets. I'm just saying, <laughs> these old hoes versus me, I'm winning every time. Now the younger guy, I just don't know. I don't know what my competition's like. I don't young want, competition I don't is want real. to be in competition. So that's the other thing is I'm like, I don't know. Listen, they got they got a new pair of leggings from Lululemon that you ain't even got to have a body. You just put them on and it just it just pops out. Yeah. Where can um, I get those at? Oh, they sell them. You just gotta you gotta put some cash on it. Uh-huh. But I I guess what you're saying is survival of the fittest on some level right that's like some very darwinistic kind of thing like you against old ladies like look i'm young you old you already had your time it's my time to shine it's easy to right. repel a 45 year old woman it's not easy to repel a 22 year old girl though no it is not because they one they're younger they're dumber generally and they i don't know they're just aesthetically they everything's tighter and they're less experienced so an older guy and can all they want to do them. is please so they'll just do whatever he wants. Oh, you want this? You need this? You need that? I got you. Is that how they sound? Yes, that's exactly how they sound. I can see I've, that. I've heard them. Well, yeah, they're, they're a real group. But here's the thing, though. That only works up to a certain point. Because a guy that wants something a little bit more serious, those girls tend to not offer a substance. Right. And they, um, actually, we're going to pause this for one second. Okay, sorry about that, guys. We had uh, technical difficulty. So, young girls versus old girls. Um, young girls don't offer, like, longevity, right? Because they're young and they're, they're trying to live their lives. Right. You're just starting to live your life now, and you're not 22. So, when you're 22, you're like, oh, I got my whole life ahead of me. 30 seems like it's far away. But when you're, like, around 30, you're like, man, I'm still kind of young, but not as young as that girl is. Right. And all she wears is bikinis and little shorts. That's, that's her whole dress code. Right. <laughs> Leggings, bikinis, little shorts. That's her life. So I understand not wanting to get people with these young girls. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's the other thing is that if, if for some reason, in the back of my head, I'm like, one of these young girls is going to beat me out. 
I got I got a backup plan. I got plan B. You always need a plan B. It's yeah, I mean what look, what you're saying is truthful. It sounds bad. Like to say it out loud, like, oh, right. that's my backup guy or that's my backup girl. That sounds bad. But But, however, I will say this is once I'm committed or I know that he's committed, there is no backup plan for me, right? So, like, with my ex, there was no backup plan because I was all in. So, this new guy, if he were to, you know, we were committed and that was it, then I would be like, all right, cool, done. But until that happens, I don't know where he's at. I know where I'm at. I don't know where he is. So, I have to have a backup plan until he says, yo, Tina, let's do this. So, So, are you saying it's on the new guy? To show that he's ready to go forward, or all right, so let's play this, this scenario out. Let's say he's like, you know what, Tina, we've been talking for I don't know six months, and I wanna I wanna make you my boo. That's a long time in today's day. Six months is a minute, but let's just say whatever. Six months we've been talking. I wanna make you my boo. Do you you still kind of have one foot in and one foot out? So would it be like a tough decision for you to take that second foot that's out and put it in, or would you just be like, all right, cool, and just be ready to ride? with a new guy I think I would be it might take a minute but after six months I would know you know what I mean and I would be like I I would if, if I wanted still at the, you know in six months from now if I still want to be with him I'm diving all in I mean that's just the way I am I don't do I'm either all in or not in so I would and I would also have to obviously I would I would tell my ex like listen I'm dating somebody we can't do this blah 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 not that we're doing anything now, but I would just let him know so that he knows, you know, when we show up on Facebook or Instagram, whatever people have in six months, I don't know. They'll know. You know, he won't be shocked and be hurt. He won't be So what you're saying is, if I'm hearing this correctly, that you're almost waiting for things to get more serious with the new guy before you tell the old guy we're officially done. Mm, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds... All right, so let's play this thought experiment out. Let's say this new guy you're with, you guys, you vibe for a couple months, but then things don't go a certain way. You say, like, you guys are, there's too many young girls, and he's like, I can't keep up with them. It's just, I'm sorry. She's 22. I got to do something. <laughs> you're out in these streets. So then, so now you're single, mm-hmm. and your ex is still trying to get you back. Mm-hmm. What does that look like for Tina? Like, are you gonna just fall back to what you know, or do you think you have the strength of, I guess, character to kind of just say, you know what? I know a new guy didn't work out. I know where the old guy is, but I kind of got to stay on this path I'm on right now. Um, I think because I'm this path is so fresh for me and still, so, and I'm not even comfortable in it yet. I would have to, you know, stay on this path. I can't go back to what I was doing before. Um, I can't, you know, things would have to definitely change. And also, and I told the ex this too. I told him, I was like, like he broke my heart. That was like my first real, real, real heartbreak. So I think once that happens, like, you know what I thought of? That R. Kelly song. How's it, like, when a woman's fed up? <laughs> when that's, a woman's fed up. That's literally how I felt. <laughs> so like, I felt like I got to a point where I was like, all right. So it would definitely, although he would be a backup plan, it would definitely have to be we would have to start from ground zero. Like, we would have to date, and we would have to do, you know what I mean, do all those things that people do in relationship, or not even in relationships, in talking to someone, that's what they call it these days, talking to someone before we get into relationships. So it's not something that I would just be like, all right, old guy, or new guy is done, this doesn't work out, I want to be in a relationship with you. Um, 
I, I might the conversation might go something like you know what sure let's go to dinner today and then two weeks later um maybe we can go to, you know what I mean it'd be a slow process that would like dating somebody new you know you start over and then a couple months in so you know back to I'm feeling you Tina <laughs> all right so I'm curious um since you've stopped dating your ex and you've been out here with kind of the new dude but also just you know living your life and kind of figuring out who you are mm-hmm. have you learned anything about yourself that would stop you from going backwards meaning if you felt like you were a really dependent girlfriend mm-hmm. so no matter what he wanted you were there and you guys were like almost you know interlocked or whatever and you never had your own individuality have you experienced something since that relationship that makes you think even if you want to start from scratch and even if you want to work it out I'm this new version of myself won't allow me to go backwards right one of the things I have learned probably in the last couple months about myself regarding that is just in a relationship I am very dependent on the I in my I used to say old school like I think the man should be the man and you know open doors and do that and pay for everything um, and make decisions which and now in this new kind of newfound independence I have, I still feel that way. Like, I still want a man that's going to be a man and say, Camille, this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? So, um, anyway, so do all that. But I've learned that, like, and this is going to sound, you know, cliche or whatever, but I don't, I don't need a man to do that. Like, before it was more like, I need a man to do that. I need someone to take care of me. I need this. I need that. In my newfound independence, um, and he very much so wants to take care of, you know, a woman and you know be the leader but I don't need that and I don't so it's not something that I'm looking for in a relationship I want someone that's more equal to me who's going to ask questions or who's going to you know give me give me a sense of responsibility that's what it was he never gave me any responsibilities I need someone that's going to make me responsible give me some responsibilities because I need that and I thrive on that and I think um, that's something I lacked in that relationship is any type of responsibility so you think because he was older and more well-off that he just handled everything and you just kind of were, like, along for the ride? Right, and I enjoyed it. I can't, I mean, you know, I was living the dream. I was out here, you know, doing what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, but, and it sounds great, but now being more independent, it's just, it's a different feeling, and it's something that I don't ever not want to be because now I feel like I can do what I want when I want how I want it, and I can say what I want how I want and I don't have to worry about, you know, hurting feelings or, or you know, oh, well, he's, he did, you know, a lot of times I play a guilt game with myself, like, oh, I don't want to eat this, but he did offer to buy it. You're like, no, if I don't want to eat this, guess what? I'm going to buy my own food. I don't have to depend on you for anything, so I can make my own decision. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense, but that's kind of... No, I think what you're saying, like, I get the spirit of what you're saying, maybe that last example, but um, <laughs> the spirit of what you're saying essentially is, you're you're coming into your own and you realize that you have value that's not just attached to someone providing for you that you can provide for yourself and that even if a guy wants to then you you can accept that fine right. no one doesn't like having someone do for him but maybe before you thought i need that you don't need that anymore right. so if you get it it's more like your choice yes i'm choosing to allow you to take care of me or i'm right. choosing to allow you to pamper me and all that but if you took that away and I'm, maybe I'm speaking out of term but I imagine in your previous relationship if the guy ever threatened to like pull away resources or like that kind of thing you probably feel like no 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 don't, don't do that because maybe you felt like 
I need that. I, I, right. I, I need you to keep doing what you've been doing. And so maybe you felt a little bit hostage yeah. by the situation. It sounds like it's a tough word, but... No, yeah, but it, it makes sense because I, I always felt like, like I always told people, like, I'm a really good girlfriend. And I was a good girlfriend because I tried, I tried to be the perfect girlfriend. Like, did the laundry and I cleaned and I did this because I felt like that's what I owed to him for doing the things that he did. So now I'm in a place where, guess what? If you get in a relationship with me, I'm not going to be a perfect girlfriend. I'm going to be a good girlfriend and I'm going to do everything that I can in my power, but I'm not going to be perfect because I don't need to be. Because I don't need to, to wake up at the butt crack of dawn to make you breakfast. Because guess what? I have a job too. So if you want breakfast, I'll, you know, I'll do it once in a while. But it takes uh, alleviates a lot of that pressure as well to be perfect. I felt like I had to be perfect, which is you no know, one can be perfect all the time. I mean, I can be perfect. I'm perfect once, probably four times a week. I can't be perfect at seven days a week, you know? So that, all that, now I feel like if next relationship I get into, I'm not going to be, I, and I'll, t- I'll say that off the bat, I'm not going to be perfect. I might be perfect today. There's going to be some days where I'm like, listen, I'm not in the mood. We're not doing this today. You know what's interesting is that I don't know any guy that wants a perfect girlfriend, right? But I think your desire to want to be perfect is more like you trying to pay back maybe a debt you felt you owed. Yep. And the debt was you do all these things for me. I had to do this just to like yep. show my worth. And so your worth is attached to the services you were doing. So right. it's like if I'm not perfect, then I'm not worthy of all he's doing. Yeah, and that's exactly right because it wasn't, you know, financially I wasn't stable. You know, there there was few other things I can provide in a situation like that. So that's exactly it. So you think um, any relationship you have going forward, there the power structure can't be that warped, right? You can't be like right. so solely dependent on someone else that you feel like I can't, I can't really go on without them or that. If they pull their resources, I'm just completely, like, I'm, I'm fucked, right? So is that, like, an epiphany you've kind of come to where it's, like... Because I'm not sure while you were in it. Obviously, maybe on some level you knew it was happening because you were doing all this trying to be a perfect girlfriend thing. So you knew there was right. a power imbalance, like, right. a, a, a big one. But did you ever think it shouldn't be like this? Or I got to, I don't know, be... What can I do to kind of bridge the gap so I can be more of my normal Tina and not, like some idealized version of myself to try to make us work together. I think when when you're in a situation, I know for me when I was in that situation, because everything was so good, like, you know, we could, we ate, we had a really, for the most part, we had a great relationship. Like we had fun together and everything was so lovey-dovey and sweet and romantic. Like sometimes it literally felt like a movie. So in that, in being in that, I didn't, I don't think I realized how, you know, not that it was hostage, like, but you said, you said hostage earlier, not that it's a hostage situation, not that it was hostile, not that he was ever mean or disrespectful to me, but you don't realize that you're just wrapped up in, you know, you know, attention. I love attention. You know, as females, we love attention. We want attention. And so for someone to give you that much attention, you don't realize, you don't, you don't step back and think, am I getting what I really need? I don't need, nobody needs attention 24-7. So... I, at no point did I ever step back and say, okay, what do I really need? Do I, I, I needed independence. I need, I need a space to be creative. I'm a creative person. I need space to be able to, I, lo- I love being around kids and serving people. I needed space to do that. And I didn't have that. And so in the, in the relationship, no, I absolutely at no point was like, I need something else. I felt like I had everything I need because he gave me, you know, a roof over my head. He helped me get my car. He did a lot of things for me like that I needed. 
but not things that I needed to continue to survive and to thrive and you know like I said my independence working with kids being you know being able to share what I know and you know things I've been through that's what I need in life you know those those things that you can't buy with money as corny and cheesy as it sounds those are things you can't buy with money um that I've now since the relationship realized that I need in my life if I want to be well so yeah it's, I mean, that's, I think you hit it round the head. It's, it's like he provided all the external things for you. But those internal mechanisms that move you and that motivate you and make you do what you love and, you know, kind of define who you are, those things were, like, suffocated. Yeah. And or, or at the very least ignored because of all the stuff on the outside. It was like, oh, man, he got me a car. That's so cool. He's such a great guy. That's awesome. And then, like, right. the idea of, wait, I want to work and earn my own car. Yeah. was like suppressed because you got a car so it's like it's a means to an end it's like well if I yeah I could have worked and got a car but I mean he got the resources he got the bread right you put a car in my here's your keys baby <gasps> for me <laughs> I guess I'll take it for a little spin you want to ride a shotgun okay <laughs> <laughs> just gets in the car so I never want to like leave any of these without having some kind of a call to action and so I really think for you to really progress and go forward, I personally don't think there's a relationship for you to go back to. Based on what you told me, I think whatever, I mean, maybe you guys can like have sex again at some point. That's a thing. But like in terms of that's my boo again, and we're gonna, right. I, I think that part is gone because I, I use the, the building analogy. So you guys were together, broke up, were together, broke up again. Even if you guys started new, you're just going to a higher floor of the same building. Right. But the foundation of the building is still there. You can be on a 50th floor, but those first 49 floors are like the past. Right. And so no matter how clean the 50th floor is, you still got the bottom stuff. So that those imbalances, those like battles or struggles, those breakups, the heartbreak, all that stuff is still there. Right. And so I think even if you try to go back and even if you say, you know what, clean slate, I forgot it all, it's all good, it's they're still there. It's still there, yeah. So for you to really move forward and be the person you kind of want to be and the person that you know you want to live like going forward I think you have to be able to like let this guy completely go which means you got to tell him that (laughs) there's nothing for us to really fall back on I know you still care about me you still love me blah 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 right but and I'm not saying to do it today because I know that's like (gasps) I just came here to tell my story but you're not going to be able to move forward for real, for real, if you still think you can go back. Right. That's true. So I don't know what the timetable is looking like. I don't know how well you and a new guy are working out. Like, And I'm not even sure if the new and a new guy should even be a prerequisite for you telling the ex right. all this. Yeah. It seems like a very convenient thing. I got a new boo. I'm done with you. Right. <laughs> like, it right, seems right. nice. Right. But I'm not even sure that that needs to be the case. I think if you, just, if you decide, even if things don't work out with the new guy, I'm just not going back to the old guy. That's where you need to be for you. That's like the most yeah. secure version of yourself. The idea of I, I've, I'm falling into this new dude is almost, it's not completely dissimilar from your old situation. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? Um, I mean, it's tough. And it's, I mean, I agree because these are things that I've thought, you know, and I, I should be in a place where I'm like, I'm not going back. Even if the new guy doesn't work out, I should be able to continue. Um, so, But I agree. I just think it's just a tough thing to do to completely disconnect from something that you know 
was so and that's the part that makes it hard too is our relationship for the most part was good like we had fun it wasn't like we used to argue all the time and fight and he cheated on me or none of that so that's what I think what makes it so hard and I don't know um you know will I ever find someone that you know calls me a princess you know what I mean ever again I don't know because most guys don't are oh hey princess my dad does that doesn't count though because my daddy's supposed to do that but so that's the hard part so I know that that's right but I also have to have like this take a leap of faith be like listen there's somebody there's how many people in the world how many men in the world that you know one of them will call me princess maybe or maybe I don't need to be called princess I don't know I mean I don't listen there are a lot of guys in the world and (laughs) a lot Yes, there's a lot of guys. And I tell this to people. I tell this to guys a lot, actually, because it's harder. I think it's harder for a guy to get a girl than for a girl to get a guy um, because we're like the hunters more mm-hmm. most of the time. So we're trying to catch prey. But if you're the prey, then you can just trap the hunter. <laughs> it's like, it's like, hey, come get me. Oh, I got you. It's like, you didn't do anything. Um, but as a hunter, it's a little bit harder. And so I've had guys I've talked to before like this, and their thought is, man, am I going to find a girl as good as the one I lost? Right. And the idea is, there's, yes, there's probably a finite number of like exceptional people, but there are a lot of good people in the world. Right. And so you have to have faith that what you are and what you bring to the table and what you attract will be what you need. Right? right. Like, and I think as you start growing, you become more independent and become more of yourself, you're going to attract people who vibe with that energy. You're not going to attract. I mean, there's going to be lame dudes always. Lame dudes always lurking. We can't right, stop them. We right. try to get rid of them. Right. I, don't, I don't know where they be coming from. They just they pop up. But you're more likely to attract professional, on-the-level, like, good dudes if you're, like, a professional, on-the-level, good girl doing her thing. Right. So the idea that, am I going to find a guy to call me a princess? Maybe, you know, you say, you even mentioned it. Maybe you don't need to be called that. But will you find a guy that treats you well and makes you feel special? Yeah. Right. I think you have to believe that you will. Or if not, the alternative is going back to your ex and you know what that situation is like. Right. So you got to take that leap because it's the only way you can really know if you can fly or not. I think Hitch said something like that. I think I messed up the line. It's like, <laughs> it's like you jump out the plane and hope to God you can fly. Is that the oh, line? Oh, yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's, and uh, it's a good movie, but I think I ruined the line. Yeah. Whatever. Do you have anything you want to say to the people before I let you... You know, go let your wings out and fly around a little bit. Um, thanks for listening, people. Catch me on these streets. Tina. <laughs> Tina. <laughs> what streets do you want? I'm not in Compton, baby. Come holler at me. Um, this has been a, a good a good podcast. I think what you go through is what a lot of people have gone through before and are currently going through. So hopefully this will find the right ears and they can find some value in it. So don't, don't that, that's the, if there's any like small takeaway from this, don't go back. If you think you've outgrown that phase of yourself, if, if you're a different person, if you're a better person, don't go back because you're going back to something that's less than what you deserve. So don't go back. Going hard, going forward is going to be hard. And you may be single for a while. Uh, you may feel tempted to mess around with some lames. They're, they're always going to be there. They, they're aggressive people. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Just stay the course and you're going to find the, pe- the person you need to be around. So, this has been the Unofficial Therapy Podcast with my girl Tina. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to be on it, uh, hit me up in my DM on Twitter and Instagram at Six of Comedy. If you have questions for my Sunday evening podcast on Sunday, uh, do the same. And 
Hopefully, you guys have a great day and you've enjoyed this. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>